up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I'm joined by a one man, well, I guess it's a two man. <laughs> yeah. One man on the show, Jake Berlin, uh, the average Joe today, Jake Berlin. Just the average Joe, yes. As, as I am probably usual, but today specifically is perfect. Absolutely, yes. And of course, we are going to be talking some Vince Vaughn movies. And I'm assuming this is in the in celebration of his new movie, Freaky, which probably neither of us have seen because it's not safe to go to theaters. Okay. <laughs> yes, true. And I'm I'm waiting for that movie to pop up in the drive-in because that's that's when I want to go see it. It looks um, interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen the reviews for it, but it's actually getting really good reviews. Is it? So yeah. it's um I've read, like, I've seen posters and stuff. I haven't watched a trailer yet. Is it like Freaky Friday, but a serial killer? It's a, and a horror version of Freaky Friday. It's a horror version of Freaky Friday. That is fascinating. Yeah. I really want to watch that. Yeah. Um, yep, the Jake and Jacob show. Jake and Jake in the evening. There you go. Uh, but yeah, no, so uh, it's, it's funny. You had said that in, uh, I hadn't even thought about Freaky. Uh, the reason why we're doing this is strictly because of the, the Wedding Crashers stuff. And oh, I, interesting! And I spun it off into the top, the top favorite or the favorite Vince Vaughn comedies, and Freaky never even popped up. Wow! On so you know what made me think of it is we did the Charlize Theron Old Guard one, yes, when that came out, and then we did the Russell Crowe Unhinged one, yes, when that movie came out. So yes. I thought it was due. Hey, but it works. We'll just, just everybody, <laughs> just erase the last minute. It's for yeah. Freaky. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Yeah. No, but, but also, I'm so excited. A whole Vince Vaughn episode. I'm stoked. Absolutely, and. While Vince Vaughn has his ups and downs, we'll talk about him a lot throughout the episode. He's still one of the greatest actors in comedy in the past two decades. So we do need to celebrate. In him. our lifetime, for sure. Oh, our generation, definitely. And we're going to talk about some of the re the movies that, that made that so. Um, yeah, so first, we kind of want to talk about this Wedding Crashers news. So uh, as we always do, Jake, let's go to you for uh, that news breakdown. Yeah, this is this is pretty surprising because one thing that we know about Vince Vaughn is that when he does sequels, or well, excuse me, when he does comedies, he doesn't ever do comedy sequels. Um, he'll never come back uh, if they end up spinning, a, spinning off into a sequel, or most of his comedies don't do sequels. Couples Retreat, The Delivery Man, The Internship. That's a great point strictly one-off and they totally could like they could have done dodgeball too exactly uh, easy but exactly. they didn't um and so this this came of a little bit of a shock but this week we learned that from vince vaughn himself that this movie Wedding <laughs> i Crashers, love that picture <laughs> there's actually some discussions going on between owen wilson vince vaughn and the director which his name is david dobkin um and apparently david dobkin has an actually really really good idea uh, for the sequel. And the specific reason why this came up is because David Dobkin, he directed Eurovision, which Rachel McAdams was in. Interesting. Um, and apparently during that process, the idea popped up and uh, Vince Vaughn had gotten involved in somehow. And so not it, there's no official word as far as like it's actually happening or, um, you know, it's a total go and that we're totally on board for it. But there there's small discussions right now of seeing these two uh, absolutely wild characters back together for another round. And of course, um, Rachel McAdams was in Wedding Crashers. And, exactly. And, and, and I was going to say, the interesting, yeah. the interesting, we'll get into this, but the interesting part would be is whether or not these two return, um, which were big yes. parts of the first movie. So, but let's get into this a little bit, Jacob, because Wedding Crashers is arguably in our lifetime, our generation, one of the best comedies to ever hit the market. Um, it's, it's incredible. Every time you watch it, it's better and better. Uh, and Owen Wilson and, and Vince Vaughn in that time period were kind of in their heyday. Can a sequel work? Do you want to see a sequel work? Do you think it, uh, it, it'll end up happening? Yeah. For wedding crashers, man, it is one of those films that is beloved. Like I'm looking right now, it has a 76% of Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty solid because comedies are hard to do, right? It's kind of like a horror movie. They're, they're very specific and you have to knock it out of the park as in that genre in order for it to work. And wedding crashers is just one of those classics. Like there's, there's comedies that came out at that time that are not great at all, but there, that is one of them. And I, this movie is one of the Vince Vaughn movies that a sequel would work. I think dodgeball would work because it's a sports themed thing. So you can always do a sequel with that. 
I need they, I need a dodgeball sequel. Because they can do they can face a new team I need to see Steve like the that. Pirate again. Exactly. So <laughs> and with uh Wedding Crashers, it is a concept that you can return to. A lot of these movies, like old school was just a movie about people in this situation in their life there wasn't really a concept around it you can't it would be hard to do an old school two with the same cast (laughs) but wedding crashers works because it's about crashing weddings obviously and Mm -hmm. you have these actors who funny enough i would say rachel mcadams is probably oh also bradley cooper i guess you could say but rachel mc out of the top four cast which would be isla fisher rachel mcadams vince vaughn and um Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdams is probably the most successful since this movie overall because she's just a a superstar. She's a leading lady. She's she can do drama. She can do it all. And I think it would be interesting if they brought the whole cast back and come up with some new idea. I don't know if I want to see Vince Vaughn and, and Owen Wilson just Oh, they're both single again now, going to back at it, and they're like fifty years well, old. Well, that, that's what I was going to bring up. So, I, I for one, I agree with you. I think that the sequel would be perfect. I think it needs yeah. to happen. The the movie was a complete success, and you had mentioned yeah. the the Rotten Tomato score. Comedies like a seventy six percent for a comedy is like pure gold. That's not bad. I mean, seventy six is a really solid score because if you think about it, sixty is a fresh score. Mm-hmm. So you're sixteen percent above a fresh score. And you're getting well. You're getting seventy six percent of people to laugh at your movie. Exactly. Like, that, that's a huge success. But what I was going to mention is like if you do a sequel, how does it work specifically? Because at the end of the first one, they were all together. Yes. And we we imagine that more than likely that they're still going to be together. We had hoped anyway. I don't want to yeah. see the story of like them breaking up and then this like whole thing happens. Like I want to see them together. So why are they crashing weddings? Like what's the reason the four of them are crashing it together? That's what I would like to see. I would I would like to see the the women involved in this because it would be weird if it would be very cliche like oh because we've seen a lot of movies where they do a sequel and the guy's not with the girl anymore. The leading man is not with the woman that he was pursuing the whole movie anymore and it's like what we were so invested in that relationship exactly so if you i thought of it as what if and i don't know if the female characters would do something like this but what if they they come up with like some type of scam where they're crashing weddings just to like pull some type of scam off and who knows what that could specifically be but I would think because they're not going to obviously they were going to weddings to sleep with women, obviously. Right. So you got to think of a reason why these couples would be going to weddings. And it, it could be a situation where maybe they're trying to gain get a financial gain out of it. I don't know. But because we don't want to root against our, you know, our heroes and our heroines. But I don't know. I think they can find a way to make it work. All I want, just keep the couples together because we have too many real life and movie situations where couples break up. So keep them together. Keep it optimistic. Bring Bradley Cooper's character back somehow. Make it to where either maybe he did a huge turnaround. And what if they're all friends and they're, they're still friends with Bradley Cooper's character and all five of them crash a wedding, trying to find him a girl who knows something like that. They could come up with some type of idea. I'm, I'm interested. John, John's throwing out a bunch of ideas here in the chat. First of all, I think this is really smart. Maybe they get a cu- a oh, bunch of a bunch of younger people who crash their wedding. Uh, maybe it's like a generational thing where people actually crash weddings and they find out that there's been a couple couple newbies and they're trying to like uh, maybe they find them they find them crashing their wedding then they kind of like teach them along the way the ropes a little bit. Yeah. But also maybe just maybe up the ante up the ante a little bit and they do a massive wedding. It's like the ultimate <laughs> prize of crashing some kind of massive event. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe they go across the pond. I have an idea. Thing. What if um what if like people know about them as wedding crashers, right? And now they have they're in they're in a relationship, right? And they kind of they start a business where they're kind of like wedding crashing preventers, right? So like they're kind of like a security like, team that goes pre- in. So people hire them to make sure their weddings don't get crashed because they're kind of experts, right? That's not a bad idea. So then like some f- celebrity couple says, hey, we're hiring you guys to make sure nothing goes wrong. But instead, some new wedding crashers come in and challenge them and they have to try to stop another wedding from being crashed. That could work. 
There, there's honestly like there, there are really and it's crazy to think about but there are a shocking amount of ideas you could do with a sequel I really right it's funny they, we talk about sequels in like superhero and sci-fi movies but now we're talking about a romantic comedy <laughs> like all the theories yeah. that we can do and stuff yeah. like that uh I'm I'm super I'm I'm super super pumped for a sequel if they do do it. Uh, Rachel says here hire a thief to catch a thief. It's exactly. worked plenty of times before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's worked plenty of times before. So I'm I'm super pumped whether it does happen or not. I think that Wedding Crashers will live on as a great sequel. And if they do a sequel, um, I would I would absolutely love to do that. Yeah, I could totally see the trailer, and it's like there's been these two guys going around crashing weddings and ruining all these weddings. And like, they send them in to catch them and the <laughs> girls go along with them. I yeah, think yeah. that would be super cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk about Vince Vaughn more in a minute and I'm sure I'm guessing wedding crashers might come up again. Um, but before we get to that, we want to tell you guys about our next watch along. As you know, we just did the Batman v Superman watch along and I watched most of that and I was so upset that I wasn't there. There was so much gold in that watch along conversations that I wish I could have been a part of. Um, so I'm going to try to make the, the next one. And so we're, we're typically doing these uh, near the end of the month. And right now it's scheduled for Friday, Friday, November 20th, I believe. Correct. And basically what we do is there's five members of Apocalypse here. We choose five different movies from five different streaming services and hope that you can join us, whether you have it via Blu-ray, DVD, or you actually have that streaming service. And we, we're typically trying to find movies that would be fun for a watch along. We're not going to pull some random indie that nobody is going to be able to access, even though I'm sure there's plenty of those that we would love to watch <laughs> together. But I'm going to have Jake take it from here and reveal what our watch longs are going to be. So typically the whole crew's here and we get to pitch our movie. Well, um, so, and so you and I will be able to pitch our movie. Okay. And we'll other, just reveal I'll, I'll what just there's reveal, I'll just reveal the other ones. Um, so why don't, why don't you start us off, Jacob? Why don't you start us off with which, uh, which movie and which service you want to, uh, you're going to do this month. Okay. So I was given the one with the best movie options, and that's Hulu. No, actually, Hulu is the most difficult one. But I will say, this time that I checked to find my movie, there was a lot more options this time. They've slowly been adding stuff, and we know that Disney is now the owners of full, like, they fully own Hulu because they bought Fox, and they were both combined the majority shareholders. So... They own Hulu now, so I'm guessing they've been putting a lot of effort into getting some more content on there. And of course, they have any Disney movie that was ever made or Fox movie that was ever made that they can add as long as they have those right streaming rights again. So they do have a lot. And my choice, and my choice is very specific because I think it would be such a blast for everybody to watch. And that is The Cabin in the Woods. This is the I don't even know how to explain it. It It is a horror movie, but it's a horror movie with a twist, I guess you can say. And it is, I don't want to give anything away. I will just say it is a very crowd-pleasing movie, in my opinion. And it is very unique. And it has, the twist that I spoke of is just, I wish I would have watched this in theaters. I, did you watch this in theaters, Jay? I did. It was so good. Oh, my so goodness. Good. We're, we're, I don't know if it was a sold out crowd or not, but was everybody freaking out? Was everybody like, yeah. what the hell is it was going a, it was on? It was a really, really good time. Oh, man, I wish I could travel back in time and, and see that <laughs> in theaters. But if you have not seen Cabin in the Woods, I promise you, you will want to join us for this, especially some of the members on Apocalypse have not seen the movie. And that is my plan to blow their minds and blow your minds. Trust me, we want to watch Cabin in the Woods for our next watch along. It'll be super fun. Yeah, I, it's it's one of my favorite movies as far as in the genre uh, over the last like ten years. I I every time I watch it, I still enjoy the hell out of it. So yes, and I believe it's directed by is it Drew Goddard? Drew Goddard, um, the previous showrunner of Daredevil season one, and he's he directed Pacific the Pacific Rim two. Which no, uh, I, I don't did, did he, I don't oh did, did he? he not? No, I th he did uh he did Battle at the El Royale. Oh, that's right, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, thank God he didn't do Pacific Rim. That no, yeah, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so and it was actually co-written by Joss Whedon. And yes. did you hear the story of how they wrote it in one weekend? Like I'm they, not, I'm not surprised because so, it's that, that shit crazy. 
the story is they <laughs> went to Vegas and they said, let's write a script in one weekend. And they went to a hotel room in Vegas and wrote the entire script in one weekend. It's, it's amazing. The movie is so good. The movie yes. is so, so good. hopefully this is one we'll be watching, but it's hard because there's probably, yep, there we go. <laughs> we got to think of a, a slogan that goes with that. Always brutal movies. What's up, Gabe? Yes, it is. Um, oh. Okay, so before I get to my reveal, I'm going to go ahead and reveal the other two for the other two gents. Um, so Keith and Brian here. Uh, Keith got uh, tasked with choosing a movie for Netflix, and there is, he he chose the prototypical Keith movie. It's a movie that we've had a lot of conversations with over the last couple of weeks about. It's a movie that we will continue to have conversations about specifically next week and probably next month. So stay tuned for that. Um, but he chose the great heist film, Ocean's Eleven. Of um, course. No, no. I mean, it's perfect for Keith. Uh, it's absolutely perfect for Keith. It's it's available on Netflix, obviously. And uh, so that is the, the movie that he picked for the watch along. Um, and then Brian had Disney Plus. And so I, I had hoped that people, when they got their services, would stay away from picking comic book movies and like the massive, massive, uh, you know, blockbusters that we typically do. And he did. He stayed away from all that stuff on Disney Plus because Disney owns a lot of it. And he chose the very kid friendly, the big green. Oh, my um, goodness. One Brian. of the greatest Disney movies <laughs> ever made. Um, and so that oh, is one man. of the options here for the watch along as well. What do you think of those? That is hilarious. Um, you know, what's funny so far, all of our movies are totally fit us so far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you love Cabin in the Woods as well. Yep. But yep. Um, it's totally a movie that, that I would like. And that obviously Ocean's Eleven is totally a Keith movie. And this is totally a Brian's choice, which I remember watching that movie as a kid. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it was pretty funny as a kid. So I, I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, so and then mine, I was tasked with doing uh, HBO. So HBO Max and there are a ton of movies on HBO. Like it was, it was very, very difficult for me to pick one specific movie. Um, but the movie I ended up going with, I, I strayed away from the typical choice and I went with something a little bit more fun, very, very different from all the other movies that we have here on the list. And that is eight legged. Freaks. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I went with eight legged. Wow. Um, this, I, I cannot tell you how much I enjoy this movie. This movie is so crazy, so stupid, but it is so much fun. Um, David Arquette there. It's also featuring a very young Scarlett Johansson. Um, but yes, Eight-Legged Freaks. Now that is a watch-along movie right there. Oh my goodness. That If we get that or Cabin in the Woods, it is going to be a crazy, crazy watch-along. <laughs> Everybody seems to be going with the big green right now. Interesting. Seems, yeah. Yeah, see, Eight-Legged Freaks. Eight-legged freaks. Yes, 100%. <laughs> We're doing it. We're doing it. It's got to win the poll. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so speaking of that, you guys get to decide what we're going to watch. We're the poll gonna, is also available on our YouTube channel. It's the poll is right up now. on the community tab at Apocalypse Movies on YouTube. If you want us to do a specific movie, go ahead and vote on that poll. We can't wait to find out what movie it's going to be. Depending on what movie is chosen, is going to be a very different night for each movie. 100%. It definitely 100%. is. Like, if we're watching Cabin in the Woods or Eight Legged Freaks, go I'm, pick Eight Legged Freaks. I'm, I'm grabbing some drinks and I'm just going to enjoy myself. You know, Big Green's going to be a very different watch along. So is Ocean's Eleven. So I'm curious to find out which one wins. I'm, please go pick Eight Legged Freaks. It'd be such a good time. It'd be such a good time. <laughs> I, I'm curious. I, I don't remember how long is Eight Legged Freaks. Is it's it? like an hour 45. It's short. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I I I chose Cabin in the Woods. I think it's like an hour and a half. So we need a shorter movie after the movie three hours well, of Batman yeah. and Superman. And the movie I really wanted to pick was two hour, two and a half hours, and I couldn't do that to everybody. So yeah, I think every once in a while that's okay, depending on the film, but not two back to back three hour movies. Uh, John, it is. So if you go to our main page on YouTube and you go to the community tab, um, there's tabs on the homepage of YouTube. It says like home videos, playlist, and then community. The poll will be posted there. Also, if you're following us, if you're subscribed to the channel and you just scroll through your subscriptions, um, the poll will come up because it was just posted. But those are the two options. Go and go vote. You can only vote once. Um, and I think Rachel might have just put it in the uh, in the chat as well. So, eight-legged freaks. Look at it, guys. Look at look at this wallpaper. Go vote, eight-legged freaks. 
the mess up thing about this is you can see how wild your movie is. Yes. You can't see how wild mine is without spoiling it. It doesn't <laughs> even look that wild. It's they pitch it as your stereotypical horror movie, but it just gets insane. 100%. Um and the thing is if you've seen uh Cabin in the Woods, there's a couple I believe Geo and maybe Brian, I don't know if Keith has seen it or not. But I believe I know, Gio, I know Brian, Brian now has seen it. Oh, he has. Okay. So, I mean, even if we just get Geo's reaction live, 100%. it would be amazing. So, so go ahead and vote depending on your taste, depending on what you want to watch with us, go vote there on the community tab on our YouTube channel. All right. So let's get to our Vince Vaughn rankings. And Jake, since you set this up, I'll go ahead and have you tell them how it's going to go. And then we'll go ahead and go with our rankings. Yeah. So uh, as we mentioned up top here on the channel or on the show, excuse me, uh, this is all in honor of what's happening with Wedding Crashers 2. But as Jacob pointed out, he also has a new movie coming out uh, called Freaky, which is it, it's perfect. It fits perfect. So um, Vince Vaughn has a very long resume. So what we're only going to do is because of Wedding Crashers, we're only going to be talking about his comedy movies. And there's a few movies that kind of sit in that gray area, and everybody has there a different is. perspective on on if those movies fit or not. Um, but Jacob and I are simply just going to be talking about our top five uh, comedy Vince Vaughn movies. We're going to go down the down the list five through one, um, and because there's only the two of us, uh, maybe we'll be able to come up with a consensus list <laughs> for for Vince Vaughn. So, uh, and because there's only so many movies that are kind of in that top five material, we'll see how it ends up. Yeah. But, uh, just top five ranking of Vince Vaughn's comedy movies. So I'm super excited to see where all this ends up. I think we'll have most of the same movies, but in different order because I have a feeling, have a feeling. maybe there'll be one or two off, but we'll, yeah. we'll find out. So who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go ahead and go first. And, okay. and what I'll say is, uh, I know Kylie's revealing her list right now. We're going to go five through one. If you guys want to reveal them with us, uh, you are more than welcome to. Um, but I'll go ahead and sort it out. And Brandy, thank you for stopping by. Hi, Brandy. Thank you always for popping in. Yeah, we really like going five good. through one to build the anticipation up yes. to number one. <laughs> uh, okay. So, and we'll talk about our, our honorable mentions afterwards. But my number five um, is actually not a movie that he actually stars in, but he's in. He's not on the poster or anything, but it is uh, the movie version of Starsky and Hutch. Um, nice. I cannot tell you how much I love this movie. Uh, you know, it, it stars um, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller as the lead, Starsky and Hutch, but uh, uh, Vince Vaughn has a very big part in it. Um, and I think it's just a brilliantly done uh, period piece comedy, if you will, uh, with some really good characters. I mean, Snoop Dogg has a great cameo in there yes. with, his, with his iguana. <laughs> um, it's fun action. It's stupid comedy that really works. And it's uh, I also, it came out in a time, as many of his movies did, where I was younger and so I just laughed my ass off about them. Uh, but yeah, Starsky and Hutch to me is like is just a totally great time. And there's no way that I could I could not include it in my list. And number five is Starsky, Starsky and Hutch. Interesting. I I thought about that one, uh, but unfortunately, it does not make my list. But it, I'll put it in there as an honorable mention. It's <laughs> like I like that movie, but I don't think he's in it enough to. That's fair. To make my list, That's but fair. I do, I do like if we were just ranking the movies that he's in, then I, it might make it. But I don't know. I'm saying like, how much did he influence this movie? And oh, that's, that's like, kind of totally fair. Totally my fair. list. But no, I that is I you know that came out when we were younger, so I think we like that movie. But I don't know if it's like beloved among film fans as much. <laughs> as I don't think it is like at all. It. But to me, it's just it's it's awesome. Yeah, it's and awesome. A, and a lot of people they they're like oh. It, they compare it to the show, the original show and everything. So I love how serious Ben Stiller takes everything in that movie. Oh, I know. Yeah. It, it's pretty, <laughs> they're, they're a good duo there for sure. 100%, 100%. Um, all right. My number five is it might surprise people that it's so low, but my number five is old school. I, mm. I like old school. Um, old school is probably the first i believe it's rated r right it should it had, be it, if it's not it should be yeah i'm pretty sure it's rated r okay it came out in 2003 so i was like 13 or 12 or 13 i was this 11 is like the first yeah it is rated r okay this is the first like one of the first grown-up comedies i remember watching same. as a kid same and like i knew i wasn't supposed to watch it but i i watched it with some friends and you just heard people talk about it and you knew it was a, a dirty movie. But um, I, yeah, old schools. I mean, it's, it's one of those classic modern comedies of our era. And 
He has a, a prominent role in that movie, of course, starring the underrated Luke Wilson, which I, I actually love Luke Wilson, man. He's I, I do too. He's do. amazing. If you haven't seen um man, what's that movie? The the Joe Judge movie, the uh Idiocracy. If you have not seen Idiocracy, that movie is hilarious. Um, starring Luke Wilson. But yes, my number five, uh, because I mean, we all know Vince Vaughn kind of plays the same guy in every movie, <laughs> but almost. But I love his role in old school. So I'll go with that. At number he plays five. a very different role. I mean, earmuffs. earmuffs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like him, but in different type of characters. It's yeah, I love I love that he's a, he's, a, he's a speaker salesman. It's the best. Yeah, own, I know. He owns his own version of Radio Shack, essentially. It's, it's yeah. so good. So he good. always has some like typical job like it's just a <laughs> random job in each movie. 100% 100% yeah. uh, okay number four for me uh this might surprise some people um but number four for me is Anchorman uh Anchorman nice. is number four for me uh and look th this movie is is pure brilliance uh it really is it's it's amazing uh, again it came out in that time period where where we were younger and so all of these movies were just gold to us it's like all the movies that we watched as kids you know, and and I know that Will Ferrell leads the movie, but Vince Vaughn plays a really big role in his rival, and I I love <laughs> I love their their relationship together, but I also love how um, how they come back around at the at the end. It's you know it's it's I don't have to like you, but I respect you. <laughs> it's, it's so good yeah. and so stupid at the same time, which makes it so good. Um, but yeah, I mean. I love it. Uh, Vince Vaughn, again, kind of plays a little bit of a different role in this one. Uh, a period piece comedy, if you will, again. Um, and the movie uh, overall is 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 really good. I know that he's not the main character, but he does play a, a very important role playing opposite Will Ferrell. So Anchorman ranks at number four for me. He's basically the villain of the movie. I mean, he's yeah. the antagonist. Well, yeah. and it, they, they were the rival the, the rival mm -hmm. news station that got expanded later in the movie in a chaotic scene and then got expanded yeah. even more in the sequel. So he was like the first of, of all of them. Exactly. Yes. So that is a, a good movie to have on this list. I will say um, <laughs> my number four is, and Jake's going to hate me is dodgeball. <gasps> He's going to hate me because I have it so low. <gasps> my number four is dodgeball. Look, when we're talking about the top five, Vince Vaughn comedies. They're all, I mean, at least to me, they're all amazing. <laughs> so being at number four is, is an honor in itself. And I like, cause in a lot of these movies, um, so we've seen movies, we've already discussed a movie where he has a cameo or like a, a small role. We discussed one where he's the antagonist, which is like a relatively small role. So, and, and not all of these, uh, <laughs> not all of these are going to have him in the lead. And he's, he's the lead of, of this movie. And I love it because I mean, it's called dodgeball, a true underdog story. And even though it's a comedy, it has some heart to it. And to me, this is one of the roles where he kind of plays a more humble character. So I really like him in this role because Peter the floor, he's not, going for the, the laughs like other side characters are more going for the laughs around his like seriousness at times so that's what i really like about him in this movie so number four is dodgeball and i already i'm getting so much hate it must be everybody's number one i'm i'm so sorry <laughs> not yet I, I love the opening scene with him where he just he wakes up he drinks a yoohoo he throws it on top of his grass and then he just drives off like peter lafleur is just Amazing. I love, and we'll talk about Peter before later. I'll, I'll save that. So will we? Um, we'll, I, see. I, I, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> okay, number three for me. One that's already been mentioned. That is old school. Uh, old school nice. ranks number three for me. Um, a, a really, really good movie. Um, I think that the character building in the movie is actually pretty, pretty good for a comedy. Uh, you know, Will Ferrell plays Frank the Tank. You have, you know, you mentioned Luke Wilson in there. Um, the the woman from Grey's Anatomy is in there too. Ellen Pompeo. Uh, she plays the girlfriend to Luke Wilson in there. Uh, you know, all the stuff with, um, you know, you're my boy blue and, and <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Piven playing the bad guy as the, 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 the Dean at the college. Yes. 
Um, just everything like the movie is, and now that I'm thinking about it, I may have, I may have made a mistake by putting this low, but whatever. Um, it's it's such a good fun movie. There's so many great moments in the movie. Um, and I love that he's like this family guy, right? He has a family, he's got a son, but he's taking place in all, all these chaotic college events alongside Will Ferrell, alongside Luke Wilson. Um, it's just, it, and like you had mentioned earlier, it came out when we were younger. And so again, an adult movie that we watched as a kid, we're obviously going to love it. And it's, I've, I've loved it ever since. Like that's just <laughs> an example. I've loved it ever since. So uh, yeah, old school ranks at number three for me. Uh, a no doubter as one of the, one of the better Vince Vaughn comedy movies absolutely and yeah it is one of those we in the 2000s we got a lot of hard r comedies that are just like great and this is this is might have been like one of the, the start of that era in a way 100 um so my number three movie is a pg-13 film which i actually thought it was rated r when i was younger but it it actually is well the theatrical version is pg-13 and that is anchorman number three av- anchorman and look while it's number three on my Vince Vaughn list, it is actually in my top five comedies of all time is Anchorman. I I love Anchorman. It is hilarious. It borderline is like... <laughs> it's from old school. I'm sorry. Uh, it borderline, like there, Anchorman has so many uh, like sexual jokes and really bad things in it like you you might think it's rated r but it's actually PG-13. well the one that comes to mind is is the <laughs> the scene where it, will ferrell gets a you know what and he goes, yes oh lord oh yes. the like way in the middle of them about it is like the best part <laughs> the middle of them arguing like, yeah. it's so ridiculous and look this movie is insane when jack black kicks the dog off the bridge oh my goodness th- this movie's insane but talking about will ferrell this is one of like if you told me what are some of your favorite uh antagonists in a comedy movie i gotta go with um with vince vaughn in this movie it's such the rivalry of the news stations is such a big part of this movie and this franchise i guess you could say the two movies that it's not the same without it it's like those are some of the most memorable scenes like they always meet up in in like the back alley or at the park like it's never like inside anywhere it's just like with, they're always walking works and yeah exactly <laughs> it's so dumb when they have like where do they get all these weapons from it just doesn't like make sense sex panther clone <laughs> yes man the, what a cast too and at the time like i didn't really know when i saw it when i when i first saw it i didn't really know who paul rudd was or who he was steve he was a nobody. was, he was a nobody. Yeah, steve carell as well and if you like look at this cast now you're like oh my goodness all these comedy uh big comedy stars and obviously vince vaughn was a huge star at the time so i don't think this movie is the same without him so yeah i have anchorman at number three directed by adam mckay who has gone on to become an excellent director 100 percent, an excellent director of dramas yeah for sure um okay number two uh, number two for me is a movie that we have discussed, discussed, and that's not inside this discussion, but a previous discussion. That is Wedding Crashers. Um, Wedding Crashers is, again, we, we've talked about it multiple times. It came out in a time period where um, Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson, they were cranking out these brilliant comedies that, that people were just so, so shocked by, and Wedding Crashers being one of them. Um, the idea of Wedding Crashers is crazy to think about. Uh, the fact that that can actually happen in our world is is pretty insane. I would love to be a wedding crasher one day or just to experience it once. I doubt <laughs> it'll ever happen. But um, the way that Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson, the chemistry makes the most of this movie. Uh, it's the reason why the movie works so much. And we talked about it earlier, but the supporting cast uh, makes this movie even more so uh, pure gold. You have Rachel McAdams in there. You have Isla Fisher in there. You have the very young and um, unrecognizable Bradley Cooper in there. Um, and and the names go on. The names really do go on in the movie. Uh, I mean, Will Ferrell's of- in it. Look, they yeah, all, right. each of them all cameo in each other's movies. It's crazy. Because yeah, totally. you can go through all of these and somebody who was the star of one of them is a cameo in another. It's crazy. Yes. And, and talking specifically about Vince Vaughn's character, I mean, a lot of the good, funny moments come from him because... The more dramatic kind of serious moments take 
take place with Owen Wilson because his relationship with Rachel McAdams is the serious side of it. Even though the Isla Fisher stuff is serious, it's a very comedic side, right? He has yes. like he has all this stuff in the ass that own or that that's being picked out of his ass. The motorboat scene, um, the painting scene with the brother. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff that's happening specifically with Vince Vaughn that makes it great. Also, the the um, the scene where they're eating breakfast. And yeah. he's like, don't ask me. Don't 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 ask me. He's stuffing his face with all this food. Like it's it's prime peak Vince Vaughn. And it's why I love the movie so much. Um, and so yeah, I mean, you can't talk about Vince Vaughn without talking about wedding crashers, but I'm sure we'll we'll also be talking about that here in a little bit. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> all right, that was your number two, right? Yes. So my number two is um maybe a little unorthodox of a choice. I've seen it actually mentioned in the chat and I just when I was putting together my list, I I couldn't not put it here, and that is fighting with my family. And really, yeah, I and here's the thing: similar to you have Starsky and Hutch, he's kind of a support. Well, mm -hmm. he he has a bigger role in this movie than that, I would say. But he is he has a big role in this movie, but he's a side character. And I just watched I watched this movie pretty late. Like I, I watched it a few. Month. Yeah, you, you didn't I, see it in theaters, right? No, I didn't see it in theaters, and I watched it when it came out on Amazon Prime, when it was free on Amazon Prime a few months ago, and I loved it. I I freaking loved it, and when the, the marketing was coming out, I didn't even know that was Florence Pugh. Like, I didn't even know it until, like, I started yeah, the movie. Hair. Yeah, she doesn't, she was unrecognizable, but she's so great that she pulled it off, and to me, it's, and look, you said uh, some of the movies are maybe borderline comedy, borderline drama. I would say this falls under that umbrella because while it is it is a comedy, I would say, there's also a very serious side to this movie as well, like very emotional stuff going on. And surprisingly, like there's Vince Vaughn cameos where you're like, okay, he's just, he's doing too much here. But in this movie, he's very subtle in a way and he plays a character that by the end of the movie you're like oh man that was a great character who played a very good purpose and i love his performance in it he plays it very well and so i i have this movie at number two and i almost i didn't go at this as like my favorite vince Vaughn performances but because i love his performance so much in this one is what puts it at number two well and, and this also came out in a time where vince Vaughn was kind of like not non you know he wasn't he wasn't around that's what makes me like it too is because you don't expect you know to get great vince vaughn movies anymore and not that this is his film but whenever you can see him doing well in a movie you're yeah. you know makes 100%. you appreciate it 100 yeah. percent um no, I, and and kylie i know kylie had mentioned in the chat yeah uh, kylie had it at, i think she had it at number five yeah she also had it more of a drama but the thing we have to keep in mind this this is what brings us all together you guys watching as well as a number number of other channels but film is subjective and that that yeah. goes for how you perceive movies um and it may be more of a drama to kylie but it may be a, a dramedy to someone like jacob or, or anybody else well, if you think about it i would say it's a drama first but if you think about the movie there's some very comedic stuff with it especially with nick frost as her dad and there's a ton of comedy and i think vince vaughn was in that role to be funny as well and not just yeah it was, it was like a serious funny yeah exactly and i like that about him but he was but he, but everything he was saying came out as a comedy bit exactly he was yeah. being like sarcastic the whole time 100 100 yeah. um okay so uh <laughs> rachel here i know she put this up earlier but i look we may talk about mr and mrs smith here in a second because uh, honorable mention wise, so just stay tuned for that one, Rachel. But number one for me, um, one that I have not mentioned yet, and it is by far the greatest Vince Vaughn comedy that's ever hit this planet, and that is Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story. This movie is, first of all, the idea is so outlandish that it, <laughs> it makes you laugh at the idea of a Dodgeball movie. Then you throw in someone like uh, a character named Patches O'Houlihan <laughs> <laughs> with his five Ds, that one of them repeats, so it's really four Ds. And then you have all these characters like Steve the Pirate. You have the high school kid. You have Peter Floor. Then you throw in someone like Ben Stiller and Globo Jim. Then you have the great cameo of Chuck Norris and Jason Bateman with ESPN 8, the Ocho. And everything oh, yeah. about it is so good and so brilliant. Um, 
I really, really do love it. It's it's a movie that I actually threw it up for a watch along uh, poll a few weeks ago, or maybe a few months ago for us, um, and it came in like second or third. Uh, it's a movie that I can always go back to and and just laugh and enjoy. Uh, it's also I've talked about it on this channel beforehand, but there was there was like a set of movies when I was a kid that I kind of watched on repeat and dodgeball was always one of them. Um, dodgeball was always one of them for me. And so it kind of is a little bit of a nostalgic factor for me, but you know, just everything about it for, for Vince Vaughn and, and the entire cast is, is brilliant. Uh, I think the idea is so outlandish that it, it works so well. And so there, there was, when I, when I thought about this idea, it was it was in a heartbeat that I thought of dodgeball as my number one, and there was no chance that anybody. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be your number one. You and there's no, there's so no chance, of it. and it's a sports movie too. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that is a great one. I mean, I had to have it on my list, but just not quite up there. But as as you can see, I got I got a lot of hate for it. So now everyone's going to say that I hate dodgeball now going forward, <laughs> which is not the case at all. <laughs> Cause I could have had some other movies above it, which would have been terrible. Oh, not even, not even to mention the, the scene where they're fighting the, <laughs> the girl scouts. Oh man. my goodness. And, and dude, the underrated Justin long, man. I, I like Justin long. Oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that is a great number one. And you know, what better way to end this list discussion with going with Wedding Crashers as my number one? I mean, we we knew it was going to be at the top of our list. I just, overall, I love this movie as a Vince Vaughn movie. It's like if, if you were to tell me, like, you're going to Ireland, you could only bring one Vince Vaughn film. It would be Wedding Crashers because it's so, there's so much to it. It's not just him or and Owen Wilson, like you talked about the cast. Uh, I love Isla Fisher. I think she's hilarious and she's a really good actress. Obviously, Rachel McAdams is a superstar. And of course, you have a young Bradley Cooper. You have other supporting cast as well. Uh, Will Ferrell's cameo in this is hilarious. I, I love what he's like a funeral crasher or something. Yeah, well, and someone, Brian, Brian, had actually mentioned this in the comment. Here's a wedding crew, wedding because Will Ferrell's name is Chaz. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Bring Chaz back for Wedding Crashers too. <laughs> that would be interesting. Uh, oh yeah, because they 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 have to stop crashing weddings for some reason. They start they try funeral uh, crashing, and it's just like not the same. Like trying to get with sad women. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Just like. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. But yes, I like, I can't, you know, put another Vince Vaughn movie above this. And I would, it, I do think it's arguably the best setup for a sequel, maybe aside from Dodgeball. But yeah, I have Wedding Crashers at number one. No, I mean, I will, I will never argue against someone who has in this movie at number one. I mean, it, it's, it's like I mentioned earlier when we were talking about the, the first one or the sequel idea. Uh, it's gold. It, 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 there is, there's not a moment in that movie that you don't love from him getting shot in the ass to, to the motorboat scene, to all kinds of other things that happen in this movie. Um, it's, it's a great, great time. And so I will never argue with someone. Yeah. Else. And I, the thing with his character is I love his and Isla Fisher's relationship because he look like Owen Wilson is like him and Rachel McAdams is the typical romantic comedy storyline. Right. But this one is like, he's not looking to settle down. He just kind of hooks up with this girl and then ends up falling in love with her, but he's kind of reluctant to do so. And it, and, ends up, and it ends with his wedding. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I love that when the character you don't think is going to be the one to settle down ends up doing so when it wasn't even about him at first, it was about Owen Wilson trying to, you know, get with Rachel McAdams. So that storyline is just amazing. So yes, Wedding Crashers, number one, Dodgeball, Jake's number one. You cannot go wrong with that. And I don't know if you put together a consensus list. Did, did I, did you, uh, so I had fighting with my family, which you didn't have. What did you have that I didn't have? There's one movie that you had that uh, I didn't have. Much. Oh, that's okay. So that's do you have any, uh, do you have any honorable mentions you want to bring up? Yeah, so I I have an honorable mention. It's not a great movie, but I actually really like it. Um, so I had Delivery Man as one of my honorable mentions. Um, it stars Chris Pratt. Yeah, as, that Chris Pratt. Yeah, as one of his sons <laughs> in the movie. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I have that one as well. And so would actually, you put your, would you put that as number six? I did have it as number six as well. And then uh, and my other honorable mention is actually the dilemma. 
I that oh, movie yeah. with, with uh, what's his name? Ke- was it Ke- Kevin? Kevin? Uh, Kevin James? Is Kevin it? James? Kevin James? Yeah, and then uh, Channing Tatum's in that movie. He plays oh my like, god, he, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like the a hole who's oh. hooking up with his his wife or whatever. The wife's wife's boyfriend, right? The wife's new boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's the one who he sees his wife cheating on. That's right. With yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Right. So that movie's fun. Um, but like I said, you know, there's a lot of bad you know, Vince Vaughn comedies as well. Um, what would you consider bad before I reveal my own? Well, like, no, I, cause even these two movies, I don't, they're not great. And look, I don't, I'm not saying they're bad. There's a lot of Vince Vaughn movies that aren't great. I should say, but I think the ones that we mentioned are great. And there maybe is a couple more, but um, those are two that I really like. And like I told you, Jake, I will say one of my favorite Vince Vaughn performances is in Hacksaw Ridge, which isn't a comedy. So that doesn't, go on this list but might as well mention it since we're talking Vince Vaughn yeah and to Brian's list here uh solid list three movies at the end there that we haven't mentioned at all um and I actually have a couple of those on my on my honorable mentions list. so there's actually a few I haven't seen is why if if I'm not mentioning some I actually haven't seen Fred Claus oh um, really or Couples Retreat so you haven't seen Couples Retreat Mm -mm. Oh, dude, you got to watch Couples Retreat. It's so good. It's, <laughs> it's good. Look, I, I know that's not like the greatest movie ever, um, but it, it's really good. So uh, to Rachel's point with Mr. and Mrs. Smith, um, I wanted to include that movie on this list so bad. I really do love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, I think it's a really great movie. But to me, out of all of his movies that are like kind of like on the comedy cusp, it's the most... It's the least comedy for Vince Vaughn. It's an action movie, basically. Yeah, it was like an action comedy, but it's action more so than than comedy. Um, even though it has some really a comedy in there, it's much more of an action movie. It's kind of like a spoof on an action movie, but not so much towards the comedy angle. So the the honorable mentions I have here on my list, I have three of them. Uh, number six is the internship, uh, the Google movie uh, with oh, Arnold nice. Ed. I I don't know what it is about this movie, but I really, it was kind of a spiritual sequel to I, Wedding I Crashers in a way. I don't know what it is, but I really do love this movie. It's there, there's just kind of like this weird quirkiness to it that, that I just like so much. Um, and then two that were just mentioned: number seven, I have Couples Retreat, and number eight, I have The Breakup. Um, and the Breakup being one of the more popular ones for mm-hmm. Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston, obviously. Um, yeah, and there's there's a lot of movies that we left off, but. You know, I think, and I know someone had mentioned Four Christmases on the list. Um, I do like Four Christmases, uh, but I had high expectations with it because it had Reese Witherspoon with her. Um, and it was just kind of not really my my jam so much. So. Yeah. Another honorable mention, which is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine, is Be Cool. Um, Be Cool? <laughs> yeah. The uh, So Be Cool is a sequel to Get Shorty, which... Um, it's I don't even know how to explain those movies like get shorty and be cool feel very different be cool went more comedy and it actually uh stars John Travolta and Uma Thurman and they're like uh, movie producers but they're involved in like crime and stuff and the rock it was one of the rocks earlier roles and he was uh the rock is like doing comedy in that movie but uh I do actually like Vince Vaughn and be cool Interesting. I never heard of it. Uh, the one movie we actually haven't mentioned that a lot of people who are older probably would freak out about is Swingers. Um, and that that's a very popular of a younger Vince Vaughn back in the day is Swingers. Yeah, so again, I've never, I've seen, never it. seen it. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. So, and that's like early Vince Vaughn. And I believe John Favreau is in that too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. you might be right. I don't know if he's co-stars with him, but I know I'm... I thought John Favreau was in it. I might be mistaken on that. Unfinished Business. Have you seen this one? Uh, no, I haven't. I wanted to though, but then I heard it was terrible. But I, I personally wouldn't know. I haven't seen it myself. Yeah, Dave Franco. Dude, it is John Favreau. Oh my goodness, he looks so young. So Gio here popping in with a question for us: At what point did Vaughn turn his career around? Because it felt like he had a run of bad films, and then at some point between 2016. So I will say quickly: I think it's because he stepped away from comedy and went to drama. Personally, remember he did True Detective season two. He did a movie called Brawl and Cell Block uh, ninety nine. He's now doing something like Freaky, which is kind of a horror esque movie. Um, he stepped away from his typical comedy stuff. Yeah, I think people were getting tired of him doing the same thing over and over again. And he yep. would show up in a movie and just kind of 
play one of his characters from his previous movies. So I think it's really when, like you said, he started doing different stuff, even though a lot of us were very disappointed with True Detective season two, it was good to see him doing something different. Yeah. And then also, like I said, Hacksaw Ridge, I believe Hacksaw Ridge, Brawl and Cell Block 39 and Fighting With My Fan or 99 and Fighting With My Family are what kind of got this ball rolling. And even though I don't know, it, does Freaky have a comedy element to it? I haven't, yeah. like I said, yeah. I haven't seen the trailers. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure it has comedic aspects to it. But now you can, I can totally see Vince Vaughn. He can do whatever he wants. He could do another comedy. He could do more drama. So he's in a lot better place than he was eight nine years ago well and, and in freaky he's playing a 16 year old girl yes so that will be <laughs> a serial killer and a 16 year old girl i guess <laughs> yeah. um, I, i'm really interested to see that i want i want to check it out yeah yeah awesome well i think that's gonna do it for our vince vaughn episode i think we we're gonna be able to I, I wanted to say i think we're gonna be able to do a uh, consensus list between the t- between you and i so i'm gonna put that together tonight Awesome. So look for that. Jake will post it on maybe on YouTube on the, <laughs> yeah, I'll put it on YouTube. I'll put it on social media, but you'll see a consensus list here in the next day or two. Yeah. I'm sure somebody could figure it out real quick if they want, but Jake's going to yeah, put together yeah. a little list there and Hey, we made it 50 minutes with two, two guys that works. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the question, Gio. That was actually a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for the Tuesday edition of Apocalypse Now. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. That was a blast. Our favorite part is having you guys watch live with us and just interact with us in the chat. Share us. Share absolutely us. amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah. Tell your friends about us. If, if they want to you know, come hang out with some other movie fans on, on Tuesday nights, that would be amazing. And don't forget to check out our Thursday show where, Jake, do you want to tell them what we'll be discussing on the Thursday show? Yeah, so uh, because we do, um, and we're not supposed to reveal this, but we because we do uh, pre-recorded episodes for Thursdays, um, we're going to be talking about the Johnny Depp Grindelwald news, as well as talking a little Sean Connery. Um, we'll be doing, uh, not just talking about him in general, but also some favorite performances and movies from him. Um, and obviously this helps because the news today came out that they're actually in talks with someone to replace Johnny Depp in the Fantastic Beasts franchise. And so look out for that episode on Thursday, guys. And then obviously the Movie Watch Challenge. The Movie Watch Challenge will return on Thursday. So you'll see uh, Keith's review of the guest and also who he is challenging. All right. Don't forget to check us out then. We can't wait for you guys to watch that. And, of course, find us at Apocalypse Movies on any podcast platform that you listen to. And find us on most social media platforms at Apocalypse Movies. See you in a couple days.